Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hello and happy Wednesday, April 12. Although you see behind me, we're recording this on Tuesday, the 11th. It's 2.30 in the afternoon, but you will be seeing this on Wednesday morning if you're in the Pacific Coast part of the country or on the West Coast, and it will be... Anyway, 11th, 11th today, it's 12th when you'll see it. <laughs> I'm confusing myself. Anyway, welcome to the broadcast. We're going to bring in Praying Medic, and we're going to talk about all things Q. This is this program has been a long time coming. The program we just shot with, uh, we did live today with Johnny and uh, Andrew Whalen, which was Andrew Whalen, which is about part two of the dreams. During that broadcast today, um, he mentioned that... Uh, you know, he. I asked him to speak up on uh, Praying Medic and Dave Hayes, also known as Praying Medic and Q. And so he did. And he heartily endorses um, Dave Hayes, also known as Praying Medic. And uh, so, with that in mind, really, kind of, if, if you've been hearing about Q, if you're tired of hearing about Q, you just for once and for all want to hear the story as if for the first time. If you're tired of people saying. It's a conspiracy theory when you know something's, something's up or, or good men and women of God wouldn't be following Q and talking about Q. That was, that's a really smart question and, and observation. And so this is your day. So dig in there, tell, text your friends and let them know this is going. So, all right, without further delay, before we bring in, though, let's go ahead and run a quick spot about the well so we can, uh, you'll be reminded of those things. Here we go. Her day starts around 7 a.m. After getting dressed, she washes her face using whatever water she has left over from the night before. The rest of her morning is filled with chores. She sweeps, works in the garden, and weaves mats. Her favorite thing to do in the morning is make a hot cup of tea. One of the highlights of her day is seeing her neighbors and friends that pass by. It can get lonely being by yourself. Jaja Goretti is fortunate to have a water source in her village because of Elijah's streams. Her friends and neighbors help her collect water so she can enjoy her cup of tea and care for herself. But that's not the case for everyone. Not everyone has access to a clean water source in their village. Not everyone has someone to help them. But you could be that someone. By donating towards the drilling of clean water wells in Uganda, you are helping thousands of people. You are giving them safe, clean drinking water. There it is. I love that. That's a great commercial spot there. Um, just wow, the difference it makes to have the water well right there where you live instead of walking miles and sometimes hours. Sometimes they show one of our spots shows kids walking two hours in each direction to get water for the day, just for the day. So anyway, it's time to bring in praying medic for. So here we go with an episode of Prophets and Patriots, if, if we're doing this correctly. I'm a little uh, befuddled today. So here we go with Prophets and Patriots. Mr. Praying Medic, good to see you, Dave. Hey, Steve, what's going on? Thanks for having me back on the show. No, it's nice to have you. you know, I've been wanting to do this show about Q for a very long time, and I think I was a little bit under the pressure. I've had people say, we're not going to support you anymore because you you clearly are supporters of Q, and I just, you know, I don't not, I don't diss anyone, but I just say, okay, you know, whatever, whatever makes you happy, you know, whatever helps you sleep at night, so to speak. I just say that to myself, not to anyone. But uh, it's come to a point where... This subject can't be avoided anymore because it's so blatantly clear and obvious. So I'm going to just turn it over to you. We talked for a few minutes before the show. Tell people, you know, paint a beginning picture. What the heck is Q? Where did it come from? What's it, what's it meant to be? And is it a big scam or, or is this something that really every believer should be or patriot should be listening to and watching? All right. Well, uh, first I should probably uh, let people know I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Um, I, <laughs> I've, ne I've never followed Infowars and Alex Jones. I don't care about the fake moon landings. I, you know, I was never really interested in, um, uh, the whole JFK assassination, you know, conspiracy. 
you know, my wife, another story, she's interested in that stuff. I've, I've never been interested in uh, government conspiracies, any of that information. Um, I was minding my own darn business hmm. in, in 2017, writing books about God's kingdom, <laughs> writing books about seeing in the spirit, hearing God's voice, divine healing, uh, emotional healing. That was what I was doing. I was doing ministry, writing books. And then, uh, let's see. I actually had my first dream that was related to Q, but I didn't know it at the time. That was in August of 2016. Okay. And I had a series of dreams about President Trump in 2016, before the election. And in one of the dreams, I saw Trump and he had uncovered this massive trove of classified information about the crimes of powerful people around the world. Wow. And he was going to make that information available to the public. He was going to declassify it and give it to anyone who wanted it. And in the dream, I took a bunch of that information and I started disseminating it to people who were following me on social media. So that was August of 2017. Or sorry, August of 2016 uh i think what's 14 15 months before q started posting in october of 2017 this anonymous person starts posting on the message board 4chan uh these cryptic messages and some hints and and asking a lot of questions and i happen to be uh, Denise was listening to Tracy Beans that weekend. Um, she had been following Tracy. I had been following her somewhat, uh, just reporting on different uh, news and information. And Tracy happened to be reading uh, the latest Q post. Right. So this is like November 1st, or it might have been the, the last day of um, October. It was right at the beginning of Q. And so Tracy is reading this um, the Q post, and she's giving her thoughts on it. And Denise is listening to it, and I, we have an office together, and she's sitting next to me. <laughs> I can hear, I can hear Tracy reading this this post and asking these questions. You know, who is this person? Who is that person? How are they connected? Uh, you know, what about this person? What about this country? What happened here? You know, how is this all related? And I was like, I I just don't get this stuff. It just it, it doesn't make sense to me. It was kind of annoying to me at first when I heard this. And it was like, it sounds like the, it sounds like she's discovering this per, person or group that has riddle after riddle after riddle, and they're yes. not going to give you the answers. They're going to make you think for it, think about right. it. I guess. Yeah, okay. and and that is actually um, the the whole point of Q's operation. Q doesn't actually provide uh, obvious, overt uh, narrative to the people in the post. Q asks questions, the Socratic method. Q teaches to the Socratic method. Who is this person? Who is this person? Who is this company? What happened on this date? How are these things related? So what that does is it causes people to go and start researching. Okay, we got to look up these people. We have to go dig, get the research, find out who these people are, what happened on this date, what is this company all about? What are they, you know, what do they invest in? Who who you know backs them? And when you do the research and start looking into these things and, and come up with answers to the questions, you, you uncover things like, oh, hey, wait a minute. I never knew that that happened. Like, really? Like, that's really interesting. So Tracy Beans was reading these posts and Denise is listening to them and therefore I'm listening to them. Uh, and, and I really didn't get the cue thing at first. Denise thought it was very interesting. She continued to uh, listen and, and read the posts. I was kind of like, I just kind of blew it off. Like it just wasn't for me. But then, but then um, I had a dream. In this dream, I met a man who looked a little bit like uh, Mr. Miyagi. Mm, okay. He was, uh, he and I were sitting in a room and he was asking me questions, exactly the kind of questions that Q would ask. <laughs> Right. Who is this person? Who is this person? How, what about, what is this company all about? How is it related? When did this event happen? Who was involved? Was there a cover up? You know, he was asking me all these questions just like those Q posts. 
And I was like, oh man, this guy sounds like this Q character. So uh, in the dream, we got up and we walked out of this room. We turned in, into a hallway, went down another room. And he then stopped and he looked me in the eye and said, do you understand this is primarily about the children? And that was the end of the dream. Wow. And I knew this was a dream from God telling me that I needed to look into this Q thing. And it was also a hint that um, I was going to find out things about children that might be uns unsettling. So again, I, I did not look into, you know, the founders uh, criminal conspiracy. I didn't know anything about Jeffrey Epstein and the Clinton foundation and Haiti. I, I didn't know anything, any of that information that was, I was completely blind to all of that. I was starting at ground zero. So um, I started following the Q post. I, I just read the, the post that had been, you know, put out in end of October, early November. Uh, I, I forget when I had this dream. This might've been late November or December. And then I began to have more and more dreams about Q. And <laughs> since Q started, I've had probably over 200 dreams about Q. And you know yourself and you know the way you're, you were already having prophetic dreams before any yes. of this Q stuff came. So it's yep. not like you started thinking about Q and Q was, yep. you were obsessing with it. So you kept dreaming about it. It wasn't no. anything like that. Okay. Not at all. Uh, yeah, I'd, I had been having a lot of prophetic dreams for, you know, I started dreaming in 2008. Okay. And the Lord gave me a lot of very crazy dreams and visions and visitations and experiences 2008 through 2000, I would say 14. And that's when my dreams kind of tapered off and became more uh, focused on news and current events. Um, I, I was in those first five or six years. I received a lot of revelation about healing, deliverance, um, that kind of ministry. The Lord was teaching me about the supernatural, teaching me about you know, visions, how to hear God's voice, um, keys to physical healing and deliverance. And then things kind of shifted. 2015 is when it really shifted and then into 2016. Uh, God started giving me dreams about politics and current events. So you're right. When the Q stuff came along, it's not like I suddenly started having, you know, dreams for the first time and, and I'm dreaming about yeah. Q because I'm reading a Q post. No, this was uh, this was definitely God speaking. So I, I wanted to just uh, highlight another dream that I had about okay. that time. The first weekend, first few days of November, I had another dream. And in the dream, I saw James Comey and Robert Mueller on a jet being flown to Gitmo for processing. Whoa. They had been arrested and they were going to be tried. Now, I listened to um, Andrew and Johnny on the previous episode, and they were talking. It's really interesting how Andrew has gotten all these dreams. Like he has seen the end of the story from the beginning. Yeah, he does that a lot, doesn't right? he? Like, I mean, he's he's there. I could see Trump. And I can see the military and everything's all wrapped up and these people are in prison and everything's cool. And Trump says, you know, it all failed. Um, that dream that I had about Mueller and Comey being arrested and being flown to Gitmo was my first uh, view of the end of this operation. Uh, I, I, and from that point on, God has continued to give me dreams where I see the end of the operation. The interesting thing happens to me. Uh, when I take naps in the afternoon, I usually take a nap around somewhere between noon and 1.30. Short nap, five or 10 minutes. Yeah, a little power nap thing, huh? A little power nap. And when I do, I usually have a dream. And in the dream, I see things going on behind the scenes involving the deep state. I, I'm like a fly on the wall. Gee. I'm in some kind of a courtroom and I hear people testifying and I can see prosecutors. And I just know what's going on. And I can tell that this is this is part of the takedown of the deep state. That's my my knowledge. My understanding is you're observing a legal proceeding that has to do with the prosecution of these bad people. And I and I re almost for like a year and a half now, all of my afternoon dreams have to do with something like that. I am 
I go to sleep for a few minutes. Boom. <laughs> I'm in well, another. It's like you, so you, your power naps in the afternoon are going to be deep disclosure of the deep state yes. almost exclusively, it sounds like. Almost exclusively. Wow. That very reliably, my afternoon dreams, I have a very short scene of a dream where I see something going on Damn. where where good people, white hats in the intelligence community, are setting traps, are uh, laying out their next steps, where there's prosecutions that are getting prepared and ready to happen. This is the kind of thing I see in, in almost all of my afternoon dreams. So th there's a lot of people who um, ask, you know, well, no one's been arrested. Nothing's happening. Uh, you know, why should we believe that you know, anything's going to happen, right? They have, there's a thing called normalcy bias. Normalcy bias is a, is a tendency that our mind has to think that things are going to continue in the future to unroll the way they always have. Nothing's going to change. Normalcy bias tells you that things are just going to keep on going the way they have been and nothing's going to change. Well, if you, if you, uh, if you give in to normalcy bias, normalcy hmm. bias is as bad as confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is the one where um, you tend to look for news headlines and stories and things that confirm what you want to believe is true. Okay. That's yeah. confirmation bias. Normalcy bias is the tendency to think that things are, nothing's going to change. Things are just going to stay the same. So both of those two mindsets can, can mess you up. Yeah. And the, the awesome thing about revelation from God is God will come into your life and show you things that destroy your confirmation bias and your normalcy bias. And you're That's like, but wait, I thought it was going to be this way. And God's like, uh, no, it's not going to be that way. Yeah. And, I mean, it's like that thing, everything you've heard said a lot these days, everything you've ever been taught is a lie or almost everything you've ever believed is a lie. Yep. And it's like, God is using the, like in your case, he's, he's un, He's deprogramming the lies out of you or the lies yes. out of people in the subject area. Yeah, the, the difficulty in the, in the Great Awakening, what, what we call uh, the Great Awakening, if you're, if you're. Uh, there you go. <laughs> that's one of your Q books. The Great that's Awakening. one of my Q books. It's actually called okay. the Great Awakening. That's the okay. second book in the Q series. One of the things about the Great Awakening is it is a. Um, there's a spiritual aspect to it. We're going to go through a spiritual great awakening, similar to the spiritual revivals of the past. But the world is, is currently going through an intellectual awakening. And that intellectual awakening is that the masses are now becoming aware of the reality of institutional corruption in every aspect of society, in the church, in government, in higher education, in entertainment, in the media, all the seven mountains have been infiltrated with, with wickedness and corruption. Q's operation, in essence, is designed to expose that corruption and wake up the world's population to the reality uh, that we are in a system that is run top to bottom by corrupt people. And and I I don't know where to jump in with a question on there, but so then at some point I have to ask you, okay, you started seeing Q post, and you're now you're talking about God's giving you dreams and he's he's wrecking the truth that you thought you did. Yep. But where did you begin to learn or have you learned who is Q or what is Q? Um maybe in any in any different way than you've already stated it. But I mean, is it a person? Is it a group yep. of people? Good question. So uh, let me just finish. Okay, go for it. Yeah. Previous thought, and then we'll, we'll I'll answer your question. So the thing about the Great Awakening is, uh, and, and if you've if you've become awakened in the last four or five years to the realities of corruption, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's me. You are going to have your entire belief system destroyed. Mm -hmm. Everything you think about the way the world works, about yeah. elections, about government about uh, healthcare, about the media industry, entertainment industry, whatever you think about those things, coming into this as a normie, when you start to go through the Great Awakening, everything that you thought you knew, you're going to find out was a lie to, 
to, to your point that you just said a few minutes ago. Yeah, and by the way, your term that's a new lingo that people use. Normie, Normie means you're just you just believe normally what everyone else believes normally. Yep. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Uh, yep. like, you're, yeah. you're a person just going through life, believing whatever the TV tells you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not realizing that there are horribly corrupt people at the top of every yeah. part of society. Yeah. So to your, to your question about who is Q, uh, we do not know who Q is. Um, most of the researchers uh, who go on the board and read the posts and research the posts, and we call them anons because Q posts on an anonymous uh, bulletin board service. Q started out posting on 4chan, and then 4chan got infiltrated by the CIA, and there was so much hassle uh, with trying to get the posts out that Q then moved to a different board, an internet board called 8chan. So on these boards, on what we call the Chans, 4chan and 8chan and 8kun, the people who post on there are, most of them are anonymous. And they're called Anons. That's what we call ourselves. People who go on the boards and research are called Anons because they're anonymous. Q uh, is one of the people who posts on these boards, but there's millions of people around the world who post on the boards. Uh, so, so millions, uh, millions. Okay, okay, this, to clarify that term, because I've looked at some of those Q posts, they stopped in 2018 or something. And when did they stop for a while? Yep. So Q took a little break. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. There's probably a whole lot, but, but, um, well, you know, I'll keep December going of 2020. Okay. Q stopped posting in December of 2020. And then came back, I think, uh, 17 or 18 months later um, in July of 2021, or okay. it might have been later uh, in, in 2021. There was about a year and a half hiatus from 20 to 2020 to 2021 where Q did not post. And the, the Actually, people- it might have been 2022, I think, from 2021 to 2022, because then Q started, Q started posting again last year. And then stopped again in December. Okay, so when when you say there's millions that post and there are nuns, but what? But the actual Q post, the official Q post with the questions, that's either one person or a small group of people. That's not millions, right? That is correct. So it's the what? So, the, the millions are people that are researching and comment, commenting. Yep. On, okay. Yep. Okay. So the researchers are the millions of people from every walk of life. There are uh, mechanics and airline pilots and pastors and people who, you know, work in dental offices who by day they do their jobs. And when they're not at work, they go on the boards and they research and they're they're called anons. And Q is Q in a sense is one of the anons because he's an anonymous entity who posts on the boards. But Q is a special anon. Q gets a little bit more attention than, than yeah. all the other anons because Q has. Um, so let me give you a little bit of back, okay. backstory onto the Chans. Okay. The 4chan and 8chan are boards where anonymous intelligence insiders post information. Sometimes they're phonies and sometimes they're real. Right. So. It's uh, it's a messaging board that is designed to allow people to post information anonymously. And very often people just come out of government or they're, they're you know, military contractors or whatever. And they say, hey, I have information about this subject. And uh, my the information I have is that, you know, this person is going to be arrested on this day for on these charges and, you know, spread the word. So. We get these uh, anonymous people who claim to be with the FBI or the CIA or the Department of Defense or something like that. They come on and they drop their information. And then Anons will kind of give them much, uh, give them crap mostly uh, for being a phony because like 90% of the time, these people, nothing ever happens. What they predict is going to happen doesn't happen. And these people are never heard from again. Hmm. So there was a a precursor to Q that was very that drew a lot of attention in 2016 
And that was uh, an Anon who came to be known as FBI Anon. This person claimed to be working the FBI and they claimed to have sensitive information about the FBI's investigation of the Clinton Foundation. And for two days, this person went on there and posted all kinds of information and answered questions really? that Anons were asking. You can go back and sort of, you can go on the, you just do an internet search for FBI Anon on 4chan. And you'll see first week of July, I think it was around July 2nd, when Comey was about to make his announcement that the FBI was not going to prosecute Hillary, this Anon explained that there was all kinds of chaos inside the FBI and DOJ. They were trying to decide what they were going to do with Hillary Clinton. They had not yet made a decision. So this that Anon happened to be an actual FBI insider who provided real information that was very helpful. And all of that is to say, this is um, Q is just was an Anon who claimed to have intelligence, came on the board, started you know talking to the Anons. And the Anons were like initially thinking, well, this is just another LARP, just another phony who's, you know, doesn't really have any any uh, intelligence information. And then Q, Q continued posting much longer than anyone expected. The first week that Q was posting, everyone thought, well, he's just going to post for a few days and that's going to be it. It's going to be over like everybody else who goes on the board yeah. and claims to be an intelligence insider. Q did not go away. Q kept on posting day after day after day, week after week, month after month. And then people realized, okay, this is like a legitimate operation. This is going to go on for some time. So Anons then had to kind of get things organized, take screenshots of all the posts, catalog them, and and sort of bring that all into, you know, format it. And Q was helping the Anons do this. Q let Anons know, look, I need you to take screen caps of every post, all the links, catalog it, uh, organize it, and and let's make sure that we're tracking all the posts. So uh, this was a from this is from the from the beginning. It was a fairly organized. So I pretty well were picking up and that what what was just another anon or wannabe anon, all of a sudden people are going. This is something totally different. Totally this different. Is something from we need to start paying attention. Okay. And Q did not sign any of his posts initially. Q was just another anon. He didn't even he sign as Q the, or. When you look on the early posts that are on Q's board, if you go back to first week of November, it just says anonymous on there and Q, the posts are not signed Q. Uh, it was sometime later when Q started signing his posts with the letter Q and when he then uh, set up a trip code that had the letter Q in it that identified him. And a trip code is basically, it's a hashed password. So Q uh, set up a password for his account so that he would have a unique identifier on the board that would identify him uh, and distinguish him from everybody else on the board, but would not allow us to know who he is. So back to your question, who is Q? We don't know. Most of the um, Q, Q would sometimes say, I, me, why am I here? Why am I posting these things? Uh, and then other times Q would say, why are we here? Uh, you hired us to do the heavy lifting. Oh, right? okay. <laughs> so Q sometimes would talk as if he's an individual, sometimes suggest he's a group. There's a group of people. Uh, we believe that President Trump is Q+. There's about, I don't know, probably 20, 25 posts on Q's board that are signed Q+. And that's different from the regular Q signature. And most of the researchers believe Q plus is President Trump. And is it because there's a different nature in the way it's posted or the, the posts are similar, but there is a there is a little bit of a distinction. OK, if you read the posts, you can see sometimes that the posts take all different kinds of uh, different formats. Some of the posts are nothing but uh, what looks like military signals intelligence. It's just yeah, comms or acronyms and abbreviations and all this stuff. And it's like, I, this doesn't make any sense to me. You know, there's all these random stringers with letters and alpha uh, numbers and things. And you just, it's impossible to decode that stuff. There are other posts that 
uh, wax very patriotically, very philosophically. There are other posts that are quite humorous. Um, there's a lot of different, a lot of variety in the posts. And some people have uh, observed that it looks like there's several people writing the posts. Uh, because we do believe that Q is, is, uh, is a team. Uh, my guess is that there's a few members on the team who are in the uh, NSA. Q has suggested that he, he took the letter Q for his identifier from the uh, because some of the members of Q probably are with the Q directorate of the NSA. The Q directorate of the NSA is the law enforcement agency that is responsible for tracking investigating and arresting people who uh, get involved in compromising national security. And Q has asked questions about what is the NSA Q group? What do they do? What's their purpose? And Q has often hinted that that um, at least a couple of their members are, are in the NSA. Okay. So that's that's. You know, and it, is it, it also yeah. in theory then that since Trump comes on, since it's believed to be Trump, that it's reasonable to assume or to to postulate at least that Trump and and some of his intelligence team are in this together, populating the Q posts from time to time to keep people on the path to discover what they need to be discovering about now. Yes, is, these are time discoveries that they're trying to get the masses yep. to accept, huh? Yes, uh, it's pretty obvious from what Q has said that this is a very elaborate plan that is being rolled out over the course of years, and there are phases to this rollout, phases to the plan. It's it it's a it's pretty obvious to anyone who's paying close attention that it's very detailed. Everything is planned for. All the posts are written in such a way that they convey certain information at certain times for certain audiences. One of the things that people have a hard time with is the fact that some of the things that Q hints at and suggests uh, have not come to pass the way they expected. So they've then written Q off as, as a phony. What what they often fail to realize is that um, Q does not overtly predict the future. Q has uh, never claimed that his one of his goals is to overtly predict future events. That's not something that Q does. What Q does is drops hints and clues and suggestions about certain countries, people, events, things, corporations, drops them in advance in a certain time. People read the posts and go, well, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> what, what are you telling us? What, what, is, what does that even mean? When Q drops these posts initially, people scratch their heads and go, I don't get this. It doesn't make any sense. And then you wait a couple of weeks and then a news story happens and people look back on the board and go, wait a second, look at that post again. What did he say in that post? And then you see the country, the name of the person involved, and, and, the, and the corporation. And go, telling you that they knew in hey, advance. Telling us about a month ago. And they knew in advance and probably, well, I want to ask you this question about, the, the, the and I don't want to throw you off in their timing here, but del people keep talking about deltas. It's a four-year delta or a three-year delta yeah. on and is that a legitimate way to to look on the one year or two year, three or four year anniversary of a post and you'll see it, something specific yeah, happen? It, it can be. OK, uh, it can. It can also be overblown. OK. And it has been overblown by a lot. Okay. I think a lot of the things that people are looking at as one year, two year, three year, four year deltas, it's anniversary. So some people spend an enormous amount of time going on the board, looking at all the posts on a certain date, going back two years, three years, four years, and then looking at things that are happening now and trying to match up and make some connection between something Q posted three years ago and something happened today. I think a lot of those connections are, are contrived. I don't think they're actual connections. I don't think Q was 
actually predicting a lot of these things in, in advance. Okay. Or the other option is, although Trump sometimes will uh, set up an event on the date of a certain post and we'll be going along and Trump will do this thing and he'll say something on a, on a, on a show or a news story will drop about Trump. And then we'll look back and go, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Four year Delta on that. Like what in the world? How did he do that? Because sometimes, sometimes there are real, you know, Delta is, is, is a time interval. It's yeah. like a, a one minute Delta, a 10 minute Delta is a difference between two events of, one minute, 10 minutes, a year, two years. Some of, some of the deltas are very, very interesting, but I, I think it's easy to put too much stock in them and, and uh, kind of overblow them. Okay. However, having said that, deltas are a very important part of Q's operation. Let me explain why. Q primarily confirms that he's working with President Trump through what's called a zero delta. Oh, really? I didn't know yes. that. Yep. So a zero delta is how many minutes is zero minutes? Present time. It has to be a present, present. Simultaneous. Two things yeah. happening simultaneously that is a zero delta when they happen at the same time. Okay. So what Q was teaching Anons early on was to look for times when Q would post at the same time Trump would tweet. Even like to the almost second or to the minute, to, to the minute within within sixty seconds, within within sixty seconds, anything that happened when Trump was tweeting and Q was posting became the possible subject of what we call a zero delta. Now, on average, when Q is posting, Q will post about five times a day. Wow! When Trump was tweeting, when he was on Twitter. He tweeted about an average of 12 times a day. Okay. So um, it's possible that Trump would tweet and Q would post simultaneously by accident. And that would just be a coincidence. And yes, coincidences do happen. <laughs> but um, when it happens repeatedly and when yeah. it happens and Q tells you to look for a zero delta, maybe not a coincidence. So early on, Q and Trump often posted at the same time, sometimes about the same subject. One of the very first um, deltas that Q wanted to talk about was Andrew McCabe. So Andrew McCabe was the, uh, he was a director of the FBI after Comey got fired. He was assistant, he was a deputy director for a long time. Q called Andrew McCabe number two because he was number two at the FBI. One of the things about Q is there's all these acronyms and abbreviations for everybody. <laughs> you know, Adam Schiff is AS, uh, <laughs> right? And you know, Hillary Clinton is, you know, HRC, uh, Joe Biden, uh, JB, right? So a lot of people have acronyms. Okay. Um, some people have like uh, Barack Obama is always called Hussein. Yeah, I've seen uh, that one. So, right. but, is, but they, they set up the language and yeah. they stick with it. So, but, but by the way, if if you want help with the acronyms, abbreviations, the numbers, the symbols, all that stuff, in my books, in my Q books, yeah, uh, coming for the storm and Great Awakening, it's that's right a there. glossary. I have a glossary of over five hundred terms, abbreviations, acronyms, people, corporations, events, things that Q has referenced are explained in the glossary in those books, if you're interested in that. Yeah. So the, the thing about the deltas is Q, whenever Q um, needed to confirm something, he would use a zero delta with President Trump. Trump and Q would post at the same time. Here's an example. In 2019, uh, the mainstream media had written, after writing 3,000 negative articles about Q, that's for, for the people who are Q skeptics, I would just ask you this. If you understand that the mainstream media is primarily is mostly corrupt, and if you understand Operation Mockingbird was a CIA operation to take over control of the mainstream media, and you understand mm -hmm. that the mainstream media by and large is under the control of the CIA, 
Really? If, all, of, if, all of the mainstream media? Uh, most of the mainstream media is under the control of the CIA. Fox Operation News? Mockingbird, it goes back to the 70s. Carl Bernstein wrote a, a very long article about the, the Mo Operation Mockingbird. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Where he said that 400 of his fellow journalists were assets of the CIA. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, <laughs> That's Carl I, people people gonna be, are going to be asking, well, what about Fox News? What about Newsmax? Uh, the majority of the mainstream media is under the control of the CIA. So some people say that Q is a CIA operation. It's a CIA PSYOP. Well, I would ask you a couple of questions. Number one, Q has posted more dirty laundry about the CIA okay. than anyone in the history of the Internet. The Q has exposed so much CIA dirt. Why, if Q is a CIA operation, is Q continually exposing corruption in the CIA? I, you know, it makes me think of when they raided uh, Mar-a-Lago, if they were trying to find some of those documents that right. he's getting his information from, right? Right, exactly. So here's, here's another question. Since the mainstream media we know is under the control of the deep state, why has the mainstream media written more than 3,000 articles about Q with not one positive thing to say about Q? Yeah, they hate Q. The, the media hates Q more than they hate President Trump. Mm. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. So, so after uh, the mainstream media had, had posted all these you know, negative uh, hit pieces uh, on Q, they convinced the... Uh, the domain registrars for 8chan to to take their website offline and 8chan got uh, got banned from the internet they they were they became an, a no longer a website so jim watkins the owner of 8chan he set up it took him about 3 months to set up a new website called 8coon where uh hopefully q would start posting again after 8chan got taken offline when Q came came back uh, after not posting for three months and showed up on 8kun, he was posting as an anon, and he let people know, you know, he's he's back on the board, he's posting again, and he was going to at a later date he was going to confirm his trip code, and provide proofs uh, that he was still the same Q as we've always been watching. <clears throat> so at the end of September 2019, Q said trip. Up trip trip code update coming, and then put in there. Uh, I think there was a uh, a pen, a watch, desk, and some other issues that Q was going to drop in the future as proofs. And then right after that, when Q posted trip update coming, Q and Trump posted at exactly the same time. Really. Q posted on the board. That post that Q put out there, trip update coming, was a zero delta with President Trump's tweet. And then Q posted again, changes trip code, trip code confirmed. And we're all like, oh, okay. <laughs> so with this, just in practical terms, in order for them to do this, they either have to both be in the same room at the same time and say go, right. or they can be online on a secure phone and say go, but they, right. they kind of have to be... It's it's a lot more convincing too when Trump only tweets one tweet a, uh, on a certain day and Q only has one post on a certain day and they coincidentally post at exactly the same time. Crazy. That at, at a certain point when you see all these coincidences, you sort of have to ask, you know, is when does it become mathematically impossible that this is a coincidence? Yeah. So the zero deltas are are proofs and Q and Trump have posted zero deltas at the same time i think now more than 40 times and really? on occasion they have posted within three seconds of each other but if you think about this think about the time that it takes when you when you're on your phone and you're going to post a tweet on, on twitter or some social media post there is the lag time between your device connecting to the network right and it could be being sent 
and it hitting the platform and the, the, the lag time in the platform to actually post your message could be as much as 15, 20 seconds of yeah. lag time. So it's really difficult for Q and Trump to post at exactly the same time to the second. But they have been within three seconds of each other in the past. Uh, and Q and Q, when it, when there was a three second delta, Q blamed Dan Scavino for it. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> right. Um, uh, what, because Scavino what, runs Trump's social media accounts, and we all kind of figured that Scavino's in on it. He's the one that's posting a lot of these messages. In fact, there's a lot of people in Trump's orbit who do interesting things to kind of confirm Q. Eric Trump is an example. Really? If you go back if you go back on Eric Trump's Twitter account. Back to 2018, he posted a picture of one of the Trump golf courses. And he said, hey, hanging out at uh, the Trump golf course today, beautiful place, great sunset, you know, having a good time with, with friends and family. <laughs> and if you look at, the, if you look at the, the picture and zoom in on it, it's a sunset. And the sun has a sharp little tail on it, like a cue. <laughs> Which you wouldn't see unless you did that. How did he do Which that? You wouldn't see unless you took that thing in Photoshop, Photoshopped in a little tail on the sun that looks like a Q and, and did that. Um, Scavino and, and other people close to President Trump. Scavino posted this picture uh, probably seven months ago. I don't know if it was on, I think it was Instagram or, or Twitter. He posted this photograph. It's just a normal scene with, you know, clouds and a, and uh like a rural scene. And if you look in the cloud, there is a very, very distinct looking, sharp, hard edged cue in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> and the odds were like, oh, Scavino. Yeah, we, we get it. You're, you're I mean, so he's absolutely giving himself away or just having a, a heck of a. Yeah, I mean, he. Yeah. He, he's the, the, confirmations, the, the confirmations that Trump and his people are associated with Q, it's all indirect. It's all things that you could say, well, you know, that's that's not proof. That's them just screwing around. That's, you know, whatever. And and then uh, what, like six months ago, Trump goes on these uh, these uh, truth social bombs where he's reposting all these Q memes <laughs> that are created by Anons. And the mainstream media goes berserk. Whenever Trump starts reposting Q memes, uh, reposting Anons and interacting with them, all the mainstream media is like, oh, here he goes again. He's interacting. By, by doing that, he's sure, saying sure. Q is real, and I'm approving of this meme done by Q. And I mean, then you just let your mind go from there. Yeah. yeah anyone uh, he, and these these are not like subtle things. These are obvious references to Q, and Trump reposts them all the time. By the way, isn't it true that Trump reposted at least one of your praying medic things? Uh, yeah, he retweeted me on Twitter. Uh, I had. Uh, posted a news article having to do with uh, uh, a court decision uh, related to the border. Yeah. And uh, President Trump re retweeted me on that post. That's a uh, huge uh, implied endorsement, isn't it? If not an out and out endorsement. That was an implied endorsement. And some people who had been uh, throwing shade on me um, apologized and said, okay, uh, I'll shut up and stop picking on you. <laughs> and let me ask you nowadays, because this has been going on for a few years, there must be, because I don't, I haven't been following the Q posts. I, I, I'm now getting re-emphasized to do that, re-energized to do that. Is there something that's going on lately in Q posts that now it's talking about? Is something being amped up or is the subject being, Changed? Is it be anything being more dramatic with what's going on in the courts and the indictment? What? what can uh, you say? So Q has not posted since December. Okay. And some people, you know, they scratch their heads and they wonder, like, why isn't Q posting? There's all this stuff happening. Why isn't Q posting? Q has um, suggested in the past that he doesn't post when mm -hmm. sensitive operations are ongoing because. We are not the only ones who read Q posts. Okay. The deep state reads Q posts. When whenever Q is posting, I guarantee you, James Comey, Clapper, Brennan, Obama, Hillary, they're all eyes on looking at what Q is posting. They are trying to get information from Q about the things that Trump is planning to do. So there's this whole dynamic where Q wants to give us information but not enough information to reveal secrets about an ongoing operation. 
Yeah. So when there's an ongoing sensitive operation, Q is not going to be posting about it. Okay. Uh, to to so that the deep state doesn't get tipped off to what's happening. Well, and so that by that very nature, then there's an implication that there is something significant going on. You know, there's a couple players yes. who I love them very dearly, but they're but they're they've come on and they've said they've said our viewers and I, I love both of these. I don't think I'll say the name, but but they say there's no help coming. Uh, everything oh, the deep state tried. Yeah, and every and one of them said everything that the deep state is thrown. Yeah, uh, everything that Trump has tried yeah. the deep thwarted and i thought no 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 i know who you're talking about and and i will um i'll just say this okay so we have people like general flynn and the person you're talking about is pretty close with general flynn yeah and general flynn has been telling people lately there's no help coming yeah the military is not going to save us that this q stuff is nonsense you guys need to stop this yeah and so some people are following that lead and i was thinking this morning um, because uh, someone that I know had a dream about Flynn, and he was talking about that subject in the dream. And I thought, you know, why is Flynn, like, because Flynn was one of the first people, big accounts on Twitter. He followed all of the Anons, and he interacted with Anons, and he would, you know, private message him. And he l gave a lot of support to the Anon community. So a lot of people are scratching their heads, like, why is Flynn now flipped and talking crap about Anons? And telling us there's no help coming, there's no military, you know. That, yeah, well, I want to know what your answer to that is. All right. Uh, so I, I I believe the Holy Spirit explained it to me this morning. Okay, good. You you may have noticed that General Flynn on social media has made quite a bit of noise about being Trump's next FBI director. He believes he has the ability to reform the FBI. And he has made no bones about the fact that he wants to be Trump's next FBI director. Okay. How would it look to the public, to, to, to John Q public, if we had an FBI director who was openly endorsing Q? Bad optics. So it just looked bad. You, you feel like that's... <laughs> it would look yeah. horrible. The yeah. mainstream media would be hounding Flynn relentlessly. And they would never give him a break. If Flynn was going to be the next FBI director, and if he was going to be successful in that position in reforming the FBI, he would have to make some very public um, statements that are antagonistic and hostile toward Q, Anons, and the community. Well, I've wondered if this let people know I am not part of those people. You can trust me as your FBI director. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I wondered uh, if there's any, Dave, if there's anything about the fact that, um, well, the Sun Tzu that Trump supposedly has read, The Art of War, and the, the thing that says, um, you must always appear weak when you're strong and because yep. it, it sucks it in. And I've wondered if by any chance General Flynn and this other one we mentioned are playing a role. Their role is to make make it make trump look like he's been thwarted everywhere he turns and so that was sucked to me flynn was for years flynn was the military's top spook he's he's a spy he knows spycraft better than anyone the man ran military intelligence and disinformation operations for a living okay uh his his whole game is you know Mostly, it's about psychological operations. That's what his book. So, how are you applying that to this psychological operations? How would you apply that to what we're just talking about? Whatever Flynn is saying publicly, you should just ignore it because okay. it's part of a psychological operation. Well, see, that like, makes that makes a lot of that makes sense never, to me. If he knows anything about Q, he's never going to say it publicly. Yeah. Same thing with Cash Patel. Uh, he can't ever openly publicly endorse or say anything hinting that he's connected to Q. Yeah. If he did, it would it would hurt the operation. It yeah. would hurt his ability to function as FBI director. So whenever I hear General Flynn talking about Q stuff, I just totally ignore whatever he's saying because he's not going to tell us the truth. Yeah. He can't. Yeah. And I mean that makes that's the that makes the most sense of anything um is that and the trouble is I like both of these guys, both General Flynn. I've had him on two or three times and the other one multiple times, but I'm thinking 
how am I going to invite these guys back on in this season when they keep telling the viewers there's no help coming, the military's not there, when I don't believe that to be the case. So it's like... It, it, yeah, a lot of my friends have interviewed General Flynn. I have never sought him out. I, I like General Flynn. Yeah, I think he's a great man, great patriot. Yeah. I have never messaged him, never sought him out, never asked him to come on and, and do it, a show with him because I know, and, and I was actually, I had a dream years ago where God basically told me I need to keep my distance from General Flynn for the sake of the operation. That if I got too chummy with him, uh, it might compromise the operation. Yeah, and you couldn't do what you're doing, and because you, and, you I, need to and be, I couldn't yeah. do what I'm doing with a clear conscience, and it would yeah. be not be good for him, for him and I to be too chummy, for reasons that are obvious to some people but not to others. And so um, I have never had General Flynn had done an interview with him because I know. There's a couple of things I would like to ask General Flynn. Yeah. And it all has to do with Q. And I know he'll never be able to tell me any of the information that that I want to get at. He won't be able to confirm anything. Same with Cash Patel. I know that these guys know what's going on on the inside, but they'll never say it publicly. Yeah. So for, yeah. for that reason, I have no interest in interviewing these guys because as much as I think they're great patriots, they can't give me and my audience the information that I want, so I don't interview them. Yeah, I know what you're saying on that. Talk about, um, let me see how our time is. Um, this, we're getting pretty close to time, but talk about um, what is a person, first of all, I want you to talk about your three book, or two books, and there's a third one on the way that are all about Q. I want you to show the books again and tell us. Yep. But what a person, besides reading your books, which I hope they'll do, um, where do they or how do they begin to get on to the either if Q's not if Q's not posting, there's nowhere to go online and see anything new. But are yep. I have there how do you find I, Q posts? Yeah. And and are any of the things that are like on True Social and these others that are at Q or at Q Pub or any of those, are they just all fake Qs? They're all fake. Okay. So the best place uh to find Q posts. Uh, there's a couple of places. Okay. The place that I use the most is uh, QAnon.pub. That okay. was one of the very first websites that was an aggregator of Q posts. So QAnon.pub. If you go to that website, you can look at all the posts. And if you click the linked post number, it'll take you to the board where you can see the original post and all the things that the Anons are saying. However, I would warn you, um, if you go to the board looking for posts, uh, not safe for work. So you're going to find all kinds of things on, on the boards that um, you might find disgusting. There's, there's, like no, there's, no, there's, no por there's no like pornography. There's nothing illegal. It's not, yeah. it's not the dark web. Yeah. It's not. But there are some things that are good, a lot of people would find offensive. And I yeah. don't recommend going to the board. Uh, you know, if, you have, if you're sensitive about that kind of stuff, just go to QAnon.pub and you can check the, out the post there. The, if you have an Android phone, there is an Android app that uh, puts up Q posts. It's Q alerts. You can't get it in the Play Store. Google and Apple and Amazon and every Silicon Valley company, they've done everything they can to try to silence Q and shut everything down. If you go to the Q Alerts website, you can download the Android app and you can sideload that onto your phone if you know how to do that. And then you can get alerts when Q is posting. Uh, so the Q Alerts also has shows all the posts and there's all kinds of good um, tools in there for research. Those are places where you can find the posts. Um, yeah, show your books. Books. Calm Before the Storm. So... Calm Before the Storm is the first book in Q Chronicles. And I'm going to be changing the titles <laughs> of these books because someone in Germany thought it would be cute to take out um, copyrights on a whole bunch of terms related to Q. Oh, brother. And they copyrighted The Great Awakening, The Calm Before the Storm. They, they took out copyrights and all this stuff just to try to get royalties from anyone who made mugs 
t-shirts, books with those names. So we're going to be retitling this entire book series uh, because, well, because, because, so because of that. So, so Calm Before the Storm is book one. Um, and I don't cover every post by Q in the books. I cover um, a, a select group of posts and it's all topical and okay. the books are arranged chronologically. Okay. So I start with the very early Q posts in, in Calm Before the Storm. In the first two months, the, the main thrust of what Q was posting about, the main subject matter, it, there's all different kinds of subjects that Q posts about. Uh, you know, child trafficking in Saudi Arabia and uh, the Clinton Foundation, a lot of other uh, interesting issues. There's the two, book one and book two. There you two. go, Come Before the Storm and Great Awakening. You can find those, by the way. The, the easiest place to find them, it, my, my, my books got banned from Amazon. <laughs> Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah, they. I had them up on Amazon for about a year, and then uh, they got blacklisted. But you know, if Amazon's not blacklisting you, yeah, you're not, yeah, over the you're not doing something <laughs> right. So they go to that so, D Hayes Media there. So okay. yeah. So if you go to dhaysmedia.com, right there, you'll find those those cover images, and if you click on them, they'll take you to the Barnes and Noble page where you can you can order them from Barnes and Noble uh, on their website. Um, they're available in ebook on several platforms. Um, Apple Books and a number of other pla uh, ebook platforms still have them available. They're not available on Kindle. Uh, unless you know how to set, download a file and send it to yourself. If you go to my website, prayingmedic.com, and if you go to the books section, uh, let's see, you can, there is, or no, it's prayingmedic.com slash Q Chronicles, there's a page there where you can actually download the Kindle file if you know how to send it to your phone. Uh, if you have questions, hit the contact page on any of my websites, send me an email, and you know we can get all that straight and sorted out. But Barnes & Noble is the best place to buy them. dhaysmedia.com has the links to the eBooks and the print books. So Come Before the Storm covers the first couple of months of Q posts. Uh, Great Awakening, book two. Great Awakening uh, covers, let's see, probably another three or four months worth of Q posts. Uh, again, major subjects of, of interest that Q is posting about, a lot of decodes, uh, about some very fascinating subjects. Uh, the Rothschilds uh, and their, uh, how the Rothschild family came to power, uh, their right. involvement in banking in, in Europe, that's covered in there. Wow. Um, some very interesting Issues of President Trump and he's flying to North Korea to, or to, and meeting with Kim and all that. And then the third book is coming out uh, soon in a couple of weeks, hopefully. And that will pick up where book two left off, just chronologically marching along probably another three or four months worth of posts. And I'm just going to keep on putting out books, uh, now, looking at the major subjects that Q covers. If you're interested in video, I, there are some people who got... Uh, who got red pilled, woke up and decided I'm going to learn about Q and I'm going to go back and look at all your videos. If you go to prayingmedic.com and you click on the Q videos tab at the top where there's a portal on the website, just click on that and that will pull up page after page after page after page of my Q videos. I have over 250 Q videos that decode the posts, explain them from my perspective. Yeah. Um, and you can plow through them. Some people have gone through at this late date. They've gone back, started all at the beginning, you and know, watched watch all the videos. Well, I hope that a whole, a whole lot of people buy these books because they're going to get information. I didn't realize you had that glossary in there. I think I have that book. I just haven't got it read yet. Yeah, so, the, the glossary yeah. is helpful because yeah. Q's vernacular is not easy to decode and understand. No. So the yeah, glossary... Yeah, the glossary just, will, will help you get through the acronyms, abbreviations, all the strange terms that Q uses. Well, Dave Hayes, Praying Medic, I appreciate it. You did uh, really good. This has is, is really given me an update on how this whole thing started and is going. So uh, we'll have you back. You know, there's especially uh, there's there's going to have to be a time when Q starts posting again. Oh, yeah. Fun to have you uh, come back <laughs> and give us some, some updates on that. So Yeah, I expect you to come back. And uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I'd love to come back on the show and, and do another update. 
Yeah, that would be great. So, Dave, I appreciate it very much. Hey, have a great day. Quick reminder, let's see, this is uh, Wednesday for you. I don't know if I have Thursday's uh, show in front of me, so I can't give oh, Yes, it is. Uh, Donna Clement Petruska will be with us on Thursday, so don't miss it. She's always a, a very popular one, Kim Clement's daughter. So thanks again, Dave. Everybody have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.